0: Thanks for checking out our Glory Day podcast channel. We're so excited that you decided to join us as we talk about phases of life for our elementary, middle, and high school students. Ultimately, we hope this time challenges and encourages you as you continue to grow as a family at home, in your community, and with us at church. Stay tuned after the show for ways that you can continue to stay connected with us at Glory Day. Hey there, guys. Welcome to the inaugural Gloria Day podcast episode, where for the next few weeks, we are going to be diving into phases of life uh, for your kids and students and how we can better partner together uh, to raise them up in faith and build them up in life. My name is Ross Owens. I am the high school ministry director here at Gloria Day. Uh, And just to let you know where I'm coming from, uh, from a parenting standpoint, right now I've got an almost four-year-old whose name is Zeke, and he's got about 728 weeks left until he goes to college.
1: Crazy. And my name is Kat Sievert, the Kids Ministry Director here at Gloria Day. And from a parent standpoint, I have a daughter who has 373 weeks left and a son who has 477 weeks left. And here's what we mean by that. We know that you have approximately 936 weeks from birth to graduation. Now, we may know that, and that's weeks that we say. What we don't think through is when I say my son has 477 weeks left, I'm halfway there. And that is something crazy to think about. So as we're going through this, when you see how much time you have left, you tend to do more with the time you have now. And that is our goal, that we would be aware and that we would see the time that we have right now and we would make the most of that with our kids, where they're at, developmentally, as we move forward so we can better parent them and teach them the faith.
0: And this is going to be for all of us, right? So Kat and I are going to stumble through parenting conversations. We'll bring in some other guests uh, over the next few weeks uh, to stumble kind of through those uh, with us at the same time. Uh, But we're really looking forward to some opportunities we're going to have in the fall uh, where we'll be able to put these parenting uh, groups together, parent groups together to build this community, to come together uh, to support one another as we walk through these phases. And you'll So you'll start to see conversations and and opportunities that will pop up uh, through kids ministry and middle school ministry, uh, even through high school ministry. And it's going to look a little bit different in terms of how we gather and what we talk about when we do. Uh, But it's all going to be about stepping into those phases with your kids uh, so that we can build them up, but then also prepare them uh, to be sent when they graduate high school uh, in however many weeks that you have left. And so, hopefully, this is just kind of a jump start to our conversations where we can talk phases, we can talk what our kids need, what they're going through, the changes they're experiencing, but ways that you can best connect with them uh, as they grow.
1: And it's really hard to think right now. I have plenty of time, my son is young, we aren't there yet, but every step we take, every week, every year, moves them. And when we really start to think of it that way, that rasa that they are being sent We need to make the most of the time we have. And so our goal is that as we go through these phases, we talk not only about their spiritual development, but their emotional development, what is changing for them physically as well as mentally. And the goal is that we understand where they are at right now. I don't always agree, and we will be putting on those parent hats. I don't agree with what my kids do or how they think or what they are feeling and Sometimes those emotions are way bigger than I think is necessary. But when I understand it from their standpoint, developmentally, it makes more sense. And then I can walk alongside them to help them through that. The second piece is Rox talked about connecting in community. Man, doing this parent thing is tough and life is hard and it is way better. When you have that mom that looks at you, when your kid's losing it in the grocery store, and you don't get those judgmental eyes, but you get that nod, kind of been there, done that feeling, it changes everything. And so when we talk about this, our goal with our parent groups is that as we connect in community, that we are able to say, been there, done that, or I know what you're going through, that we are not alone on this parenting journey. We really think that's what it's like to be the body of Christ as we grow and as we parent. So as we talk through that and we're kind of starting this off, one question would be what were some of the best phases in parenting for you?
0: And when we talk about phases, the way we're going to break it down over the next few weeks is, is really by grade. And so we're going to start with first grade next week and look kind of year by year what your kids experience, what they're going through, and then what you're experiencing. So as we're talking phases, right now uh, we are entering the four-year-old phase in our household. Um, but to be honest with you, I think, um, and I joke about it sometimes, but I'm, I'm really meaning it right now, uh, the best phase, we call it the potato phase in our house, when you just kind of got to hold them, right? And <laughs> they couldn't run away, and they couldn't yell back at you necessarily, and they couldn't go steal food out of the refrigerator. Um, you might be getting a glimpse into our reality now uh, based on all that. Um, and I say that half-jokingly um, half exhausted at the same time. But, um, this phase we're in now is, is fun, right? It, we get to run around and everything's imaginary. There's a ton of play in our house from, um, you know, pirates and sharks to zoo animals and everything in between. And, um, to get to relive that, uh, but then just to see that imagination come to life is, is huge and get to see that in Zeke is, um, it's fun. It's exciting. It's exhausting, right? But it's exciting at the same time. So how about you, Kat? You've been through a number of phases yeah, at multiple times.
1: Yeah. And it's funny to hear you say your phase because as we kind of break down these phases, there's lots of different things to think of. For Ross, Zeke is very much in a wonder phase. And Mm -hmm. as we look at this, the wonder of everything, right? Even as a baby, you see your fingers and your toes or chalk and the things you can do and then you get to like a discovery phase Um, and as you get older those phases uh they change and as you know middle school high school it's more of passions and things like that we are very much still in kind of a wonder phase but more a discovery so it turns into not only imaginary but what can i do with that and so our house right Mm. now is adventures what adventures Mm. can we go on it's not just, you know, climbing the tree, but yeah. it's what then do we do and, and what do I discover in the tree or yeah. the sight lines above the tree. And so I feel like right now uh, it's not just that initial step. What's coming next? Even mm-hmm. now to the point of, you know, growing up, yes, we played outside. My kids, they're going to kill me for saying this. Uh, <laughs> they created a YouTube like they tried to make their own like YouTube channel because they okay. see these kids with channels yeah. and it yeah. was called uh, My Son's Epic Stunts. Nice. And so one day I think they're sitting on, they're outside playing with their friends and I see a video from my daughter who apparently now is the videographer. <laughs> and there are there's my son jumping off of our tree in slow motion yeah. over bricks in the yard because he is doing Epic stunts. Love it. And so. I love it. When you really get into these phases, my initial response as a mom is to lose it on them. Yeah. But as we go through this kind of wonder and discovery stuff, we really get to what's behind that. Yeah. And we get into this look at me now and these key questions that help us understand there's a lot going on developmentally yeah. in these children. Yeah. And it helps you appreciate it a mm-hmm. little bit more. I still did not agree. Right. But, man.
0: But you can see their perspective,
1: Mm -hmm. right?
0: You can understand, okay, in your mind, you just did this. And it's almost an admiration, right, of somebody. (laughs) They're elevating something in their life. And sometimes it's great, sometimes not so much. But um, I think what you you touched on, though, is as parents, as we're looking through what our kids are experiencing and why I think it's important for us to go back and re-look at it through their perspective is – the phases they're experiencing now are completely different than the ones we experienced growing up. Yes. Right? When we were, your kids are what, going into sixth and third grade this year, right? Sixth and fourth. Sixth and fourth grade. Yes. Okay. Um, when you were in sixth grade and fourth grade, uh, YouTube didn't exist. No. There was very few ways, um, none of them small, that you could record. Uh, Epic stunts in your backyard, right? <laughs> you could have the giant VCR mm-hmm. video recorder, but but that was it, yeah. right? And so you might say, oh, I remember what it was like to be four, but it's completely different, yep. right? And there's some pieces that are going to be the same, the exploration, the wonder, the discovery in, in those ages, but it's so different. And yep. there's so many new conversations now, whether we love them or not, right, as parents, there's new conversations to be had. And so I think that's why it's important for us to um, to pause, to look back at what really is happening in each of those phases, what it was like for us, but then what it's like now uh, for our kids, the things they need, the things they're experiencing. And so there's a few things we're going to hit in our conversations together uh, each week, really looking at six things that every kid needs uh, and what that does for them. So... Uh, the first one being every kid in every phase, no matter how old they are, they need love, right? They need to experience love because in the end that gives them a sense of worth, right? We talk about that in church and in faith all the time, right? That our worth doesn't come from the things that we do, but because of we're connected in our relationship to God the Father, right? And it's true in our earthly relationships as well that when they get love, they gain this sense of worth, mm-hmm.
1: Also, stories would be the second one, and stories that we can read, stories that we tell, but to give them a bigger perspective, how important it is for our kids to know, especially based off where they're at, there's bigger than what they know, Mm -hmm. they experience, they see, for them to see a bigger perspective through stories.
0: The third one, then, being work. What does it look like for a kid to work in each phase? We talk about Uh, 16, 17, 18-year-olds getting summer jobs and working when they're in high school. But what does it mean for a first grader to work? And when we think about work, how could that then, in turn, help them develop this um, significance in life, this idea that they're contributing, no matter how big or how small, uh, to a bigger need or a bigger problem?
1: Which is great because it's based off their age. So work for your child would be different than mine, but it's age-appropriate Mm-hmm. so that they can succeed, yeah. so that they feel that the job has been done well, yep. which gives them that, v- that value. The fourth one being fun. Um, sometimes we miss this, but fun to give connection. How do we as a family have fun? How do we stay connected? And how important is that for us mm-hmm. as grownups as well to have fun with our kids, whether that's games, whatever activities, there's ways to do that based off the phase of your child. Yeah.
0: And then looking into tribes, right? Who are those people that are around your kid? And knowing that that's going to change as they get older. And, and even your influence as parents is going to look different as they get older. Uh, but who is around them that give them a sense of belonging? Right? That's going to be different for a second grader than it is for a 10th grader. And who is around them in their tribe. But that's an important thing to look at and to reflect on. Uh, because who you spend your time with affects who you are right? We want to maybe look past that sometime and say, no, I can hang out with these people and it's not going to change me. Your kids will probably say that a lot, but it it affects who you are and how you grow. And so we're going to look at our tribes that our kids are involved in and surrounded by uh, that give them a sense of belonging.
1: Mm -hmm. And the last one that we want to look at is the words, okay? The words that they need to hear to give direction from their tribe, from people, but we can in Packed. We can say the words that influence them. What are those words based off the grade that my children are in that they need to hear that helps them with that worth, with that accomplishment, with where they're at and what they're doing in life?
0: Uh, guys, there's so much more content that we could talk through, too. Um, Kat and I are pulling a lot of these uh, questions or even some of these content pieces uh, from what's known as phase guides. We'll put some information in the show notes every week for you guys to dive deeper, but from four conversations that every kid needs in their phase, uh, even a breakdown of what's happening emotionally, mentally, physically, um, spiritually, even in your kid in all of those phases, it breaks it down into these incredibly bite-sized manageable pieces um, that I really believe even the busiest parent can can benefit from. And so... We'll put that information in the notes every week. If you want to dive deeper, um, there's so much more that we could do with this. Hopefully, this is just kind of the tip of the iceberg for you uh, as we start having these conversations together.
1: And you can even get the Parent ParentQ app that we have so that you can put your kids' information in there, their birth date and their grade. And you, too, can have that countdown that shows you how many weeks you have left before graduation. And it's just One, it's very sobering, but it is a great reminder to keep in front of us of the time we have left, what's important and how we're using that time so that we're not waiting until their senior year to think, I wish I would have done this. So as we are closing out our very first one, some things that we want to leave you with or some questions to ponder is what is something you wish you knew as you went through particular phase maybe you just got through a very hard phase and there is something you wish you knew what resources would you have liked or what did you learn that you wish you know maybe that's a comment that you can put and we can share it and gather resources for people but what is something you wish you knew and then the second question to that is who is in your community right now helping you in the phase you're in. Who's there with you? And, and maybe you're looking around and going, this is kind of a lonely phase. Mm-hmm. Then your challenge is going to be find your tribe. You yeah. too need some people. Let's grab a small group or leaders or, or people that are around you that can speak truth to you and to your family, maybe to your kids. But, but who's in your tribe or who do you have around you right now um, in your community, because we are not meant to do this alone.
0: Mm-hmm. And maybe as Kat asked that, you, you're starting to think, oh, I don't know if I have anybody around me or, you know, maybe in your neighborhood, it's, it's older couples or it's younger couples. And so you still feel kind of left out in that season. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's part of the reason we're looking to form these parent groups, mm-hmm. um, these communities where you guys can walk together, um, through these phases, right. And, and, what that can look like and what that can mean for you can can be different for every person. But like Kat said, we're not meant to do, we're not meant to do life alone, right? Yeah. Let alone parenting. Uh, and so this will be an incredible opportunity for us to, to do this together.
1: Yeah, and it's not even you know there there are families, there are people in my life who are in the same phase with me that can say, I'm there with you now, and this is great. The people I've learned the most from are friends who went through phases before me, right? And I saw it modeled. And I'm talking about life lessons and spiritual formation, but how did they handle whatever it is? And I watched these people, whether they knew it or not, or we've had that conversation, but I watched them parent through this situation, and they taught me so much. And so Mm -hmm. for us to remember, not only who's around me right now in the same phase, who have I learned from And who can I teach? Because as we really grow in our discipleship, we're constantly looking at who's around us, but not only on that same phase, who can I help and who has helped me? Because our job is to continue to pass on the torch, to encourage each other, to help each other as we do this thing called life.
0: And so next week, we're going to jump into the first grade phase, and we're going to start talking through those six words for first grade. Maybe even some of the conversations that you need to have. We'll probably have some guests join us us over the next couple weeks. Um, But here's what I want you guys to do. and Maybe a challenge uh, as you're listening. You might have heard, hey, we're doing first grade next week. I have a third grader. So I'm going to check back in three weeks and find one. Um, My encouragement to you uh, is to stick around for every phase. If you have a first grader and you're like, sweet, I can be done after next week. uh, Maybe stick around because you hopefully get a glimpse of what's happening. Um, Or maybe you could find a way that you could speak into another family, another parent in a different phase. And so maybe you're an 11th grader or an 11th grade family and you're thinking, okay, I've got 10 weeks before they're even going to get to my stuff. Man, there are some third grade parents that I know could use uh, some help and some modeling, uh, like Kat mentioned. And so stick around. Maybe it will inspire you uh, to jump into helping another parent in another phase of life. Maybe it will remind you of the joys uh, of that phase and you'll just get to have some fun reflecting on what it was like um, or maybe what you wish it wasn't like. Um, but but stick around and, and join us for the next uh, few weeks as we dive into these phases uh, and have some time together. Uh, like I said, each week we'll put show notes uh, together. We'll have information about phase guides, ways you can keep connecting with Kat and myself, uh, our whole team here at Glory Day, um, as well as we'll start putting in information about uh, what's coming up in the fall and ways you guys uh, can connect that way. And so thanks for joining us. Hopefully it was beneficial, and we'll see you next week as we jump into first grade. Thanks for tuning in. For more ways that you can stay connected with us at Glory Day, check out gdlc.org. And look for our kids, students or adult pages, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at GDLC Houston.